Holy cow, guys. Nick Saban's out. Uh, what does that mean for Auburn? It already means a big decommitment. We're going to discuss all of this and more uh, on Episode 9 of the Top Button Podcast. I'm Charlie Five, and I am ready to absolutely have some fun. I had I got coffee, caffeine coursing through my veins uh, from the huge news that, that came out today, the excitement, then the, the, the inevitable crash. I had to have a little pick-me-up to give you guys uh, some action, give you guys uh, the the full bugness of, of everything that could could unfold based off of what happened today. But before we do that, uh, we got to give a shout out to Ford Stokes uh, with Active Wealth Management. Look, it could be Ford could be the one that got Nick Saban to retire. He could have. I don't know that Nick Saban's not already an Active Wealth Management customer. He may be dominating his portfolio and is like, hey, it's so good. I'm just going to go ahead and call it quits. Obviously, I'm joking, but I, I would love to believe that's true. I would love to believe that's true. I'm sure uh, Ford could handle uh, a, a Nick Saban-esque portfolio, and he could also handle one for the, the common guy like you and me. Uh, he call, uh, Go on his website, activewealth.com, reach out to him, have him create a custom plan for you and your needs and what you want for for your future. Uh, he's a big Auburn guy telling more Eagle. He's here to help. And he's the one that helped uh, Nick Saban retire. Just kidding. But uh, that'd be cool if he did. All right. Spoiler. I've, I've already spoiled it, but the huge news in college football, huge news in sports in general today is that Nick Saban steps down uh, after 16 years as the coach of Alabama. And I know this is an Auburn podcast. And, look, I'm not – I don't care to talk about who's going to be the next coach, um, gloating, things of that nature. But it you're just crazy if you don't think that this impacts Auburn uh, and, imp and could possibly have huge – a huge imp impact on Auburn uh, moving forward, Auburn football moving forward. So um, I get it. Have fun with it, you know, whatever. I saw that they were rolling Tumor's Corner, and that made a lot of people mad. I'm typically a anti-that. I'm typically big-time anti-that. I don't want, I don't think that you should just go roll Tumor's for, you know, if Alabama loses a game. But this is pretty big. This is pretty monumental, okay? This is the greatest run in the history of college football that uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that it has to come to an end for Alabama because they could just hire another great coach and keep going. But – it's hard to imagine that anyone, especially with NIL, the transfer portal, and things of that nature, uh, could ever replicate this uh, success uh, so consistently over uh, a span of 15 plus years uh, again. But, um, you know, it obviously could happen. But it, 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 so go roll the trees, have fun. Uh, I don't see anything wrong with it. You know, on the flip side, they're dropping little Debbie pies and Cokes and, I saw one dude dropping some Zen pouches, which I thought was hilarious uh, uh, at the at the statue of Nick Saban. So, whatever it's it's a sad day for them. Um, it could be uh, it could mean a lot of happy days moving forward for Auburn, um, and that's part of it. Uh, that's part of a rivalry. That's part of uh, college football. And uh, you know, we kind of knew this day was was coming eventually, but uh, I think it was pretty much a shock to everybody. So, again, I don't want to spend a ton of time talking about Nick Saban other than 
he's so good that I became uh, apathetic to Alabama. Like I just quit. I guess I just quit hating them because it's like, man, I'm wasting a lot of time. I'm going to divert my energy to Georgia <laughs> because uh, Nick Saban's broke broken my will to hate Alabama. So, uh, so other than that, what does this mean for Auburn? Okay, I think. There's a huge conversation to be had. What does this mean for Auburn? What does it look like for Auburn moving forward based off of this? Because let's face it, let's face it. He united the Alabama uh, boosters. He united the Alabama fan base and created a machine. And it was it was it was just hard to hard to uh, you know go head to head against. But that is going to be somewhat in turmoil, and in t- in turn, that's going to open the door in some recruitments in high school, possibly the portal. Um, but what does it what does it really, really mean? Let's break down where it could possibly have the biggest impact. Okay. Look, right off the bat, within hours of uh, the announcement, you had uh, elite five-star wide receiver Ryan Williams announce his decommitment. It can be argued, you know, there's people that will tell you, you're going to hear it from your Alabama friends, oh, you can have him now, you know, you wouldn't have got him if Saban was here, blah, 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 blah. And that may be true, but I, I, I feel like I felt very confident he was flipping regardless. But needless to say, still, the timing, he went ahead, he decommitted, he's back on the market, he's eliminated Alabama, okay? Alabama is not in the running with Ryan Williams anymore. It's Auburn and Texas. Auburn and Texas. He's not even going to take an official visit, I don't believe, uh, to Alabama anymore. Texas has um, obviously committed currently K.J. Lacey, his quarterback from high school. So you would think that would put them sort of in the driver's seat. But I still believe, uh, and I've believed for a long time, that he ends up at Auburn. I think this is this definitely doesn't hurt but I think it was he was going to be here regardless if Saban was there or not. So that happened within minutes. A lot of people are going to tie it to that, and that's fine. That's fine. I don't really care because uh, this kid is could be uh, so uh, program-changing that I don't care how you get him. I don't care how you get him. You just get him here, and then you develop him and figure out how to use him. He, he Hopefully he'll um, – you know, follow through, commit on February 9th, which is a few days after signing day. That's his birthday. Um, but you get him in and you add him to that freeze five. And you're just talking about all the marketing and the the hype and everything that can be built around that. All those wide receivers were were tweeting about him today. So that I think that's really cool. Like typically those guys I feel like would be looking over their shoulder, like, oh man, I, should we sign this guy? I don't know if we want to sign this guy because he could take catches away from me. No, they're they're all chirping at him, all you know, taking doing his uh I don't know if you remember if you watched the Under Arm Under Armour All American game, he scored a touchdown and he goes and does his little he's got this, I guess, trademark little pose he does. And then uh, there's there's guys tweeting from the bowling alley tonight at Auburn, uh, and they're all the wide receivers. They're they're panning around all the wide receivers that are there, or whatever, are doing you know the Ryan Williams pose. I think that's incredibly incredibly cool that uh, they're so fired up to get this guy. And uh, I think it's just 
the the momentum's going in that direction. And now you only have to have you only have Texas. And then I still believe that KJ Lacey is I do not believe he ends up at Texas. I think he also ends up at Auburn. Uh, so now, uh, now all you really kind of all you really need to do is have <clears throat> maybe that maybe that KJ Lacey flip can help Ryan Williams, or maybe the Ryan Williams commitment can help the KJ Lacey flip. But I don't necessarily think that. Um, I don't. I guess I just don't really feel a threat from from Texas, and he may go there, and then we may have to just completely erase this uh, show from the the universe. Uh, but I, it would be a shock at this point in time if Ryan Williams <laughs> ends up at uh, anywhere other than Auburn. And I'm going to go ahead and shoot. I'll go ahead and say the same thing uh, for KJ Lacey. All right. So Ryan Williams, Saban, Saban's out. Ryan Williams decommits. Uh, that's not it, though. That that that's really can't. That's really not it on the possible impact that this could have uh, on high school recruiting. Okay, when a coach is fired or leaves a school, um, let me back up. When you sign a letter of intent as a high school player, you're locked in. Okay, the only really option you have after that is to go into the transfer portal, um, which I guess in theory now with unlimited transfers. Um, I guess you could, if you sign, you sign, you could just, you could go into the transfer portal, but that's not even necessarily, um, needed. If the, if the player signs a national letter of intent and the coach is fired or leaves, he has the opportunity. If he's not already on campus, there's a lot of early enrollees. If he's not already on campus, he can then be let out of his national letter of intent. Okay. So. If any any kid that signed with Alabama that's not enrolled in Al at Alabama, so they they're summer enrollees, and I don't necessarily know all the different ones that uh, that is. There could be several that are early enrollees. Auburn had a pile that are, that uh, early enrolled, and that's kind of like the big thing now. But anyone that uh, didn't early enroll is sort of up for grabs. They're just sort of up for grabs. If they want out of their letter of intent, they absolutely um, they absolutely could ask to be let out of it, and it's basically automatic that that's done. So it opens up the possibility to add some guy, possibly add some new high school um, kids to the twenty twenty four class, and I'm sure there's several, you know, that. Auburn may possibly have their eyes on. There's several battles uh, that that um, Auburn went head-to-head uh, -head with uh, Alabama. Maybe not necessarily head-to-head, -head, uh, but uh, we're in the running with against, uh, you know, against Alabama and others. You know, there's a guy like, again, I don't necessarily know if these dudes are enrolled, but um, you got guys like, uh, Casey Poe that Auburn was was deep in uh, a big time uh, offensive lineman. You got guys like Kevin Riley, uh, a running back. You know we don't have a running back in this class. They have two now. Uh, probably not going to get um, Daniel Hill, the running back from Mississippi. Considering when he committed, he said something like "I hate Auburn," or, <laughs> which I I don't really I don't really know why that was necessary. But but so maybe not somebody like him. But there's several several guys in the 2024 class that you could look at either a maybe hit the transfer portal early, which we're going to talk about how all that works 
Um, or the ones that haven't signed, they could be asked to let be let out of their uh, letter of intent, which is when a coach is gone, it's pretty much automatic that that's done. So um, high school recruiting may be um, the biggest impact, maybe even bigger uh, than the portal, maybe even bigger than the portal. And again, I'll explain why uh, in just a little bit. Okay, 2025 class, that's completely up for grabs. Okay, that is completely up for grabs. Let me let me go back. Let me backtrack to the 2024 class. I'm sorry, I'm just to skip around. Think about this as a 2024 kid. Okay, you commit to Alabama, uh, you commit to Nick Saban, you enroll early, uh, and then your coach leaves. I, I mean, that's brutal. That's absolutely brutal. So again, even it, it's not going to shock me to see. Several of those guys, Casey Poe was tweet tweeted, you know, wow, you know, like I couldn't believe that I did, had no idea. Julian Sayan, their their top quarterback, he tweeted a funny gif where it's like jumping out of the it was Forrest Gump jumping out of the boat with a bunch of quit like question marks. Like they these guys had no idea. These guys had absolutely no idea. And that's probably by design. That's probably by design. But you know, imagine that as a 2024 kid, you you commit to Alabama, you 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 enroll early, or um, you sign, and then afterwards, after either one of those happens, the coach is gone. There's, it's just, it's got to be brutal. It's got to be brutal. It happens all the time. Coaches get fired after signing day. Coaches take other jobs after signing day. Um, but still, it doesn't make it. It, it regardless, it, it's got, it's got to be tough. And and now, you know, with the transfer portal and with the way things are. They're sort of all up for grabs. They're sort of all up for grabs. All right, 2025, okay? I said uh, several shows ago that Auburn stood a very good chance to land eight out of the top ten uh, in the state of Alabama. And I still think uh, I still think that's the case. I still think that's the case. And this doesn't do anything but help, uh, help that, uh, barring they make some miraculous hire. Uh, but you got guys that are already committed to them that um, I think you could possibly look at as uh, flip targets. You have, um, you know, Zion Grady is a huge five uh, top recruit. Uh, he's one of the top ten in Alabama. Uh, edge edge player from Charles Henderson and Troy. That's somebody that we recruited really hard. And then Dontrell Glover, who's an inside interior offensive lineman. There's another, and he's from Langston Hughes, and I believe uh, there is a kid that I don't know if he's either gotten, uh, I don't know if he's gotten uh, crystal balls or predictions or things like that already to Auburn, but there's there's a kid already at Langston Hughes, uh, Traveris Dice, who's a four-star offensive tackle. So now you got an offensive tackle, and you possibly got a teammate that you could look at uh, wedging yourself in there uh, and making a run at. Um, and then, you know, all of the uncommitted prospects that you felt like you were going to have to go, uh, you know, battle. I mean, it's it's no – you know, that 8 out of 10 was not going to come easy regardless. It was going to – and, you know, that may be pie in the sky, but I, I felt like we had a really good shot to land um, 8 out of the 10, and this only to me – this only to me strengthens that. So, uh, regardless if they even make a, a really good hire um, – you got to think that it's going to be tough to come into uh, this area, hire a staff, create relationships, 
um, and, and, you know, kind of make that uh, happen when Hugh's already had Hugh and, and, and co have already had, you know, over a year to, to, to build, start, uh, work these kids for 2025 and then obviously 2026 um, and beyond. So high school recruiting is to me, uh, that's, that's gotta be the lifeblood of your program. That's where you gotta, gotta excel. You gotta be able to win battles in your state. And that is a huge, that was a huge hit. That's a, that's a, I mean, monumental hit to the trail for Alabama uh, at a great, great time. What a fortunate time for Hugh Freeze um, and all the hard work he's put in this past year and what it could build and snowball for now moving uh, forward. So, again, I'm going to try to keep you posted on all the possible names as we go. It's so early. I mean, it's so early that uh, – you really ha you really haven't wrapped your head around it yet uh, of what happened but i'm going to try to keep you posted on is there any 2024 guys that that enrolled early that may hit the portal is there any 2024 unsigned guys with alabama that we maybe could make a run at so um i know there's a few great ones on there that we'd love to add if we if we could so uh let's 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 see how things go there um because i think your biggest benefit's going to be from uh, high school recruiting now and in the future. Um, now let's talk about uh, the transfer portal because everybody seems uh, to think that everybody's just going to leave Alabama. We can go pick whoever we want, um, and there's all this stuff lined up. And in reality – the way timelines work out on this thing, I don't necessarily see. I think it's a little bit too late in the game for there to be a huge, huge push for the portal. And I could be, I mean, again, I could be way wrong. I'm being a little bit uh, skeptical of how this would all play out because of the way the timelines work. And I'm going to explain exactly uh, what that means. So, when a coach is fired, when a coach is fired, there's there's two portal periods. There's spring portal, uh, and there is uh, there's spring portal, which is right after spring practice. It's like 14 days, and then there's the December portal that opens in December and runs through um, runs through uh, February. Okay, um, the problem is classes have cutoff dates to enroll. Okay, and Auburn's is right around January the 17th. Now, there are some exceptions that can be made. It's very rare, though, because the one thing that they don't like to do is to show favoritism to athletes because that can open up a whole can of worms, as you can imagine. But so it's when you're listening to this, it's January 11th. So think about this. Classes at Alabama started yesterday. Yesterday was the first day of class, which I think may have been a little bit strategic uh, from from a um, standpoint of uh, from a Nick Saban, Alabama. I don't want to leave them in a bad situation standpoint. Uh, think about this. You're starting your first day of class. Um, 
you're, or you start your first day of class, you go to your first football meeting, you've got all your classes enrolled, you've bought all your book, or I get you probably didn't buy books, but uh, you got all your books, you got everything like you like it. And then all of a sudden, Nick Saban says, I'm out. Okay. So in theory, if you wanted to go to Auburn, you would have to then unenroll from Alabama, apply to Auburn, be accepted, have your transcripts sent register for classes that are left open. Like you have to find classes that you can enroll in uh, that aren't full. And all that's got to be done in six days or less. That is going to be, that is going to be tough. Okay. That's going to be tough. You're already in, most of them are probably moved into their dorms. Then you got to move in. You got, you can't just, you got to move all the way to Auburn. You can't just, just enroll. Like you have to be start classes on the 17th. Like it's, uh, Auburn's uh, classes started yesterday or either yesterday or the day before as well. So um, it's not going to be as easy. That 30-day window they say that you have to go into the portal after a coach is fired, that doesn't mean much uh, past uh, – that, that doesn't help you with the enrollment issue. Okay, it's still school. <laughs> it's not It's not free – it's not complete free agency. There's still school involved. You know, and some schools have mini mesters and things like that, that uh, different mini mesters and things like that, that you can do that you can enroll in. But by all by all accounts, today is the 11th. It seems like there's about six days for Auburn to start adding kids. Now, they very well could pull it off. I think if you're mo- if you want to be a championship program, you ought to be able to expedite the uh, the entrance uh, portion of it, the the admissions and whatnot, you ought to be able to get some classes signed up. But man, the undertaking that that um, you know, moving in, moving back out, moving all the way across the state, like number one, like you got to have some kind of like come down period off the shock that you have to be going through. Like, man, I just made this huge life decision based off this guy, and he's gone. He's gone. Like the, I committed to this school, I signed with this school to go to Alabama to play for Nick Saban, and and because he quote unquote puts people in the NFL, uh, and 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 now he's gone. So like I can I, I can imagine like that may take twenty four hours just to register. So again, if if the portal's not just absolutely popping with Alabama guys, um, I'm not going to necessarily be that surprised. You know, they they have time. They may want to wait and see what the hire is. Um, and again, they may they may love to go in the portal, but they just may think they not have enough may, may not have enough time to make that work. Now, some people I don't know that there's precedent for this. There may be, but there is a chance that all they may have to do is enter the portal and could remain at Alabama and then sign later with a school and enroll in the summer. Now, that's tricky. So think think about this, okay? 30 days from today is their portal window. They can enter the portal at any point in time in those 30 days, okay? But after about February, it's going to be really hard for them to enroll anywhere else. But there's... I think there is a possibility that they can just, as long as they're in the portal, they can make a decision at a later date 
Do they want to come out of the portal or do they want to leave and go somewhere uh, and enroll in summer? And then they'll be immediately eligible uh, in fall. If they wait beyond that 30-day period, the SEC has a intra-conference transfer uh, rule where if you don't go into the portal, I, I, we haven't a thousand percent confirmed if it's just the portal or if it's enrolled completely in a new school. If you haven't done that in the you know the spring, the the beginning of the spring semester, you can't be immediately eligible if you go into the portal after spring and then enroll in summer. Okay, so the line of thought is hopefully because I just it's just going to be so hard to get a kid to go into the portal and then get get him to Auburn. Like that's another thing we haven't even thought about. Like they got to visit Auburn and they got to you know you got to recruit them. You know you got to you have to basically go if you're going to go into the portal and enroll in another school, you almost have to do it sight unseen, which is boy what a what a gamble. So I just feel like kids are going to. It's it's so late in the game, and I think it was so well timed that it's just I think it's going to be really hard for them to make quick decisions like you would need them to do to be able to get here in spring, uh, to to get them going through spring practice and, and get them developed and, and, and things like that. So I wouldn't if I would not expect just a ton of portal popping. Okay, and then. We may do this show on Tuesday, and I'm completely wrong, and, we, and, and it's just going nuts. But I think the timelines make things a little difficult. So if they don't, if they're not in the portal and enrolled early, I think there's still a chance, as long as they're in the portal, that they could wait and, and possibly, um, as long as they're in the portal before that cutoff period, they could wait and possibly uh, pick a school and enroll at a later date. But, like, if you're in the portal, how does that affect your scholarship at Alabama? Like, do they just let you stay in school uh, if you're in the portal and you're not going through spring practice or whatever? So there's there, there's that aspect. There is um, – they, they're going to essentially hire a new coach in that time period and be able to recruit you while you're still at their school before you make your decision. So, like, there's just such a the, – the, the timing of this was so – well done that it's going to make the portal part of it tough it, it just it just is and it's not so much tough on the rest of the sec that everybody thinks is just going to pillage the roster it's going to make it really really tough uh, on these players because um if they're going to make a big decision they got to do it right now after all the all the shock all everything's worn down they got to make a decision right now uh, because time is uh, obviously against them. So I personally think the biggest success that you can have from this is from high school. Uh, but, you know, I'm not, I'm never going to say never. Um, I'm never going to say never, you know, when it comes to, uh, when it comes to, you know, what could possibly happen with these kids because you don't know the relationships. I mean, Charles Kelly. Uh, who eventually is going to be announced as, as a part of this staff in some form of fashion, recruited a vast majority of these guys. You know, both of the Carver kids, the five-star Carver kids, Charles Kelly recruits. Uh, I mean, there's several guys. I mean, his recruiting 
profile is just riddled with five stars. And a lot of them of those kids on that roster, Charles Kelly brought there. So, you know, that could play into Auburn's favor where I'm willing to make a sight unseen. And, and it's with Auburn, more than likely it's not a completely sight unseen because we both recruited these guys. Auburn and Alabama recruited these guys. So but when you got that famili familiarity of Charles Kelly um, there, uh, you know, it may entice somebody like a – who knows, like a James Smith or a Quay Russo or somebody like that that has that relationship could possibly make a jump um, and, 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 and get it turned around fast. Like maybe, uh, you know – you know, maybe somebody, maybe, maybe that was part of the, maybe that could be part of the deal. Maybe that could be part of the reason you bring in Charles Kelly because maybe you saw this coming, maybe not. Maybe it's just Charles Kelly's just a great coach, a great recruiter. You wanted to have him here, but, but, um, I think that that relationship, that that coaching position is going could could help us big time if we do get into one of these cases of let's speed it up. And they're comfortable doing that because of him. So, uh, so yeah, the who were some? I mean, you had again, you were you were neck and neck for for Quay Russo and James Smith. Neither one of them got. They're they're both freshmen. Uh, there's there's that's that whole roster is littered with guys that you you battled against. You know, does Elijah Pritchett? Does I mean, is he able to go back? I don't know how his his legal legal uh, legal situation is. But um, is he able? You know, is is he going to be uh, one that could go back into the portal and, and, and be available? All those are positions of need. I feel like if you just get, uh, you know, one or two offensive linemen and one or two defensive linemen and a couple of DBs, you're ready to go. You know what I mean? You're ready to go because you feel really confident about adding Ryan Williams already. Uh, so your offense is could that's it could be young. But it could be insanely explosive and, and multi-dimensional, uh, uh, riddled with skill guys that can that can house it uh, from anywhere. So I have no idea what to think about the next several days. Like it's going to be um, insane. We're going to have to watch billions of Saban highlights and Alabama highlights over the next several weeks. So just get ready for it. I think ESPN already had a documentary out. And deservedly so. I mean, if you if you take off your orange and blue glasses, it's pretty freaking unreal what uh, he was able to do, no matter how you think he got it done. Okay, he got it done. Uh, so, where weather the storm there? Um, I want to say have fun with it, but be nice at the same time. Uh, it's uh, there's some great memes out there. There's some great stuff out there. Uh, Twitter's real, a lot of fun, but hey, what goes around comes around. That's all I'll say. So you know, if if Hugh if Hugh ends up being our version and he can go on a run, I, I feel like the same. You know, back when you had Pat die, there was there was similar. You know, when he left, there was had to be similar a, a similar situation where we felt the the sadness. So I'm just saying, what goes around what goes around comes around. But this is a big day. It's a big day. Great timing for Auburn. Now we just need Kirby to take that Falcons job. <laughs> take that $20 million or whatever it is that the internet's saying uh, the Falcons are going to give him, and then we're, then we, then we're cooking. Then we're cooking. Uh, so a lot of things to shake out. Got about a week left of uh, 
Auburn being able to add players for spring from the portal. Uh, you still got – there's a huge junior day this weekend uh, with just going to be riddled with four and five stars that are visiting this weekend uh, for the 2025 class. Could you bring in some of the um, – you know, commits to Alabama already that that are looking to jump ship. They're going to come in for the basketball game, have a big junior day. So a lot of stuff going on. Holy cow, I wish we had, you know, I wish I could just talk. I mean, I, I could just talk all night about this stuff. But uh, there's so much in the air right now, so much that's got to be figured out that uh, let's just see how this – let's just see how this weekend plays out, and then we'll get back after it again on Tuesday. Guys – have a great weekend. Big basketball game this weekend. Let's go three and zero. Let's let's boog out on LSU uh, at home. Three go three and zero in conference, uh, and then we'll get back and we'll talk about it on Tuesday. So appreciate it again. Have a great weekend uh, and stay buttoned. <laughs>